0: Good morning. Welcome to our church service. Thank you for joining us and thank you for choosing to still be part of our of our online community. We had a few discussions with a few groups this week and it was amazing to, to hear from some of them that they've been in South Africa for a couple of weeks. How lucky they were. Uh, but I'm sure that those of us that want to go down, want to see our family at other places in the world, one of those days, we will, we, will, we will manage to do it. It will be possible for us to do it again, I'm sure about that. Um, it was an amazing week uh, with a lot of amazing experiences. I'm just thinking back of the poem that Amanda Gorman read on Wednesday with the inauguration of new President Biden. Um, I just want to read two, three of, of, of uh, sentences of what she said. The new dawn blooms as we free it, for there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If if only we're brave enough to be it. What an amazing poem. What an amazing challenge for each one of us. Let's pray. Father, thank you that we can come together. That we can pray in your name. That we know that you are here. That we are in your presence. And that it is your holy presence that makes all the difference. Thank you for the amazing opportunity to to talk to you, to uh, open our hearts up for you, to, to give our life to you. Thank you that that we can come to you in prayer and know that you listen, that you hear, that, that you are with each one of us, that you are the light that we must be. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. A couple of weeks back, we started with a series about change. Because that's it's kind of what you do in the beginning of the year. Think about all kind of things you want to do different. This morning we're going to talk about prayer and, and how important prayer is in our quest to, to change, to be different. Um, if I think of prayer, I see prayer as, uh, as the tool we have when God's world and our world come together. That's the most important thing that happens when we pray. That is where, where I connect with God and in this connection, this connection makes change possible. If I think of my own prayer life, it is the source for my relationship with the Lord. It is when I can come and talk to the Lord open my heart up to him, where I can come and bring all my burdens, all my worries, where I can come and battle it out with him, where I can be honest with him, where I can come asking him to remember his promises, to do a miracle, Or, or maybe just when I come to ask forgiveness, repentance, when I come to praise him, when I come to bring him all the glory, or just sometimes when I can be quiet, don't have to say anything in his presence. But without prayer, I don't have a relationship with the Lord. If I don't pray, there's no chance on heaven and earth that I will ever change. That's how that's how I, I see prayer. I read the story about this Chinese couple that decided to, uh, uh, quite a... A few years ago that they can't talk to their children about their faith and the children must never hear them talking about faith or faith matters or never hear them pray, or never see them read the Bible because it was in that time where even kids gave up their parents who became Christians. So what they did is each night when everybody's asleep in the house, uh, the husband and wife will lie in their bed and they will pray on their own, in their minds, not, not, not loud, the Lord's prayer each night and when they finish with the lord's prayer they will press each other's hand and then they will pray for the kids and the moment they finished with one we give each other a small uh, small hug and pray for the other one they did this for uh, a lot of years when the children were were, were bigger and when the uh, when it wasn't so dangerous anymore to 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 be a christian in china they told the kids what they did And they had this amazing conversation with the kids and the kids, through their life and witness and what they've seen in their parents' lives and in their house, they both became Christians soon after. Amazing story. The power of prayer. Um, But the most important thing when you talk about prayer is the fact that the Lord wants our hearts. And... And that this one saying that says, the words I use are the least important part of prayer. It's who you are. It's who I am. It's it's when we are open before the Lord that's much more important than the words I'm saying. He's more interested in our, what's happening with my heart than interested in the words that I say to him, I give to him. Psalm 51 says, create in me a pure heart, O Lord. David knew, I can't praise the Lord. I can have a relationship with him if my heart's not pure. Um, in, in in Psalm 139 we read, it says, you have searched me, Lord, and you have known me. Um, you do know that the Lord knows everything about you, knows you in and out. There's nothing about you that he doesn't know. So so, to a certain extent, it is this honesty that we can experience in prayer that there's no need to hide, there's no need to, to 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 shy away from from God. Here is this amazing God, and I can come to him just as I am, but my heart's got to be pure I've got to mean it. Something of that that Josiah is writing in the first chapter of the book of Josiah, um, uh, verse ten. Um, hear the word of the lord you rulers of sodom listen to the instructions of your god your people of gomorrah you know how bad the people of sodom and gomorrah was exactly the same the lord compared these his his, his people with this the same people of people of sodom and gomorrah goes on verse 11 the multitude of your sacrifices what are they to me says the lord i have more than enough burnt of enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fattened animals i have no pleasure in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats when you come to appear before me who has asked this of you this trampling of my courts stop bringing meaningless offerings your incense is detestable to me new moons sabbaths and convocations i cannot bear your evil assemblies your new moon feasts and your appointed festivals, I hate with all my being. They have become a burden to me. I'm weary of bearing them. When you spit out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even if you offer many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourself clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right, seek justice, encourage the oppressed, defend the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. "Thou, your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Thou, that are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Let's read until there. Interesting chapter because the Lord says, to Israel that is not interested in all their offerings, in all their special religious days, in all their festivals. He's not interested in them even coming to the temple. He's not interested in their prayers. doesn't matter how long and how often they pray. Because if you look at their lives and the way we treat people, it's not the same lives. And and that's the one one thing the Lord says is if we talk about prayer, it can't I can't talk about prayer in isolation. If prayer doesn't change my life, something's wrong. And we've got to fix that. And that's why the Lord told him, okay? Verse 18 is amazing. It, it says, Come now, let us reason together. The Lord says, but we've got to sort this out. We've, we've got to come to the point where we say, what is going to change our prayer life? What's going to change what's going to change our religions, activities, and um, all the religious things we do? What's wrong? Interesting, he says. Come now. Let us reason together. Thou, your sins are like scarlet; they shall be white as snow. Thou, you are red as crimson; they shall be like wool. We can't change. If we didn't lead, if we didn't learn to repent. To ask forgiveness. To be honest about the things in our life that's not right. We, we, we can't have an amazing a prayer life if things in our lives is wrong. And we don't change that. And the way to make our relationship with the Lord right is repent. <laughs> that's the same thing Jesus told us when he, when he gave us the, um, the Lord's prayer. if Father, forgive us our sins. One of the most important things. If I want to re-establish my relationship with the Lord. If I want to see change through a prayer. Father, forgive us our sins. God talks about dramatic change. The two words he used in verse 18 is. Thou your sins are like scarlet. And thou they are red as crimson. Both, sh- both shades of red. Because in Old Old Testament Israel, red was a very difficult color to get out of material. If you've got a red garment, it's so difficult to to get the red coloring out. So actually the Lord's telling them, I don't care what is difficult to get rid of in your life. Doesn't matter. I can change that. I can make it whiter than snow. Lord, don't care what's the things you struggle with. What's the things that you can't get rid of in your life? What's that barriers in your life? You can change the most difficult thing. If you trust Him, if you open up your heart and come to Him in prayer, if you come to repent, ask forgiveness, anything is possible. Because change starts at at that point where we come and ask forgiveness. I can't grow. I can't can't change. I can't have a better relationship with the Lord if I don't start there. relationship with people is exactly the same. If I don't forgive easily, I'm not going to have a good relationship with people. If I can't forgive myself easily, I'm not going to have a good relationship with myself. Exactly the same in our relationship with the Lord. And that's why we need prayer, because prayer gives us that opportunity to come to the Lord and say, Lord, here I am. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Prayer gives us opportunity to open our hearts to the Lord. Because the more I pray, the the bigger chance I get for the Lord to show me Things in my life that's not right. Don't think it happened with you. It often happens with me when I pray. Um, I, I, I'm being reminded of something that's uh, that I'm not getting right. Um, I remember stuff I did. I asked the Lord, show me things in my life that's not good. Because we need to take those obstacles out of the way to have a good relationship with the Lord. The same we do that in our relationship with people. We've got to move those obstacles out of the way. Because forgiveness, asking for uh, to repent, asking the Lord to forgive us, changes us. Opens our hearts, our minds, our lives for the Lord to work. Prayer is that first step in the direction of change. And it starts with forgiveness. I don't know. When was the last time that you asked the Lord forgiveness about things in your life that's not right? Don't put it off. Do it now. Take time out now and tell the Lord, Lord, forgive me. Even if you've got to pause this, this sermon, pause it. Say, say to the Lord, Lord, I need your forgiveness. My prayer life is up in the air and, 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 and I need to change. I need to be better. I I need my heart to be close to you. And then an interesting thing happened. And that's exactly the same what the Lord tells, tells Isaiah. He tells the people and say, listen guys, if, you, if, if, if you, you don't change and your changed life doesn't affect people to the good, something is wrong. Stop praying. Fix that. Because if, if our relationship with the Lord, if something is happening in our prayer lives, it will have an impact the people around us same as Amanda Gorman said then we can be the light but the challenge is for each one of us is to open ourselves up for the Lord that was happening in Acts one when Jesus uh, after his resurrection uh, and his ascension just before his ascension he told his disciples wait in Jerusalem and pray what did they do? They waited and they prayed, and then they were ready when the Holy Spirit came and they changed the world. If you're not going to pray, you can't change the world, you can't change your own life. Karl Barth, one of the big theologians um, in the 17th, 16th, 17th century, said to clasp the hands in prayer is the beginning of. Of an uprising against the disorder in the world. Keep on praying. Never stop praying. Throughout history we've got so many examples of of countries that moved out of disaster because people prayed. Countries that were saved from destruction because people prayed. Throughout history we've got so many examples of, of, of loyal Christians that said see said the Lord's Prayer that stood up in the assemblies and said, Sorry, I'm a Christian. I believe. Let's pray. And it changed the course of history. It can change the course of your life. If you're willing to pray. I think the most important part for me in my prayer life is just to show up. It sounds strange, but we are so busy. We're filling our life up with so many stuff that we forget to make time to pray so so uh, the most important thing to do is just show up for the prayer meeting be there sit somewhere close the door become quiet and just wait because prayer teaches us to wait on the lord to be patient to trust him The most important thing of continuous prayer is not what we get. It's who we become. Because the more we spend time in prayer, the more we are in the presence of the Lord, we change. Um, Just due to the fact that we're in the presence of God Almighty. How amazing is that? Because with prayer... We open ourselves up and give God the right to work on our insides, work in our hearts, work in our minds. With prayer, we, we make a point of trusting him to say, please keep on working, Lord Jesus. And this God space that are created, where God is working, where God's world and my world is coming together, changes our lives. It's there that we meet the Lord. It's there that we sometimes just need to stay still in the presence of the Lord. It's, it's there where we experience something happening when we come back. To pray when we show up. I've often had an experience while I was praying. Um, someone's name popped into my head. Or something. Or the scripture verse came into my head. Or something I had to do came into my head. Where does that come from? The fact that I showed up. The fact that I opened myself up to the Lord. Create the opportunity for the Lord to come and say. Listen, Boiki. This is what you've got to do. This is someone you've got to see, talk to, pray for. Um, And if I missed the, if I didn't show up, if I missed the appointment, I never would have known that. And it never would have made a difference in so many people's lives. The other day I talked to someone and he told me of something he watched. It was a guy that said that, you know, one of the excuses we use most is the excuse, but I don't have time. And he said, that's not the excuse. The the excuse is actually, it's not important enough for me to make time. How much time do you make to pray? If it's really important to you, you will make time. If it's not important, you will struggle to find time to pray. You won't show up. You won't open yourself up. But if it's important, if change is important, if it's important for you to become the person Lord wants you to be, show up, make time for it. Philip Yancey, one of my favourite authors, has once written, the main purpose of prayer is not to make life easier, but to know God. I need God more than anything I might get from God. Prayer is not where we come with all our requests. It's much more than that. It's where our world opens up for God's world. And that's my prayer for you. That you will find time. That you will show up. And experience the power of prayer to change your life. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, just as we forgive those that trespass against us. Deliver us from evil, for thine is the glory, and the power, for ever and ever. Lord Jesus, thank you, your word thank you for your presence this morning in each one of our lives and we want to open ourselves up for you to work we want to show up we want to change and here we are thank you for your promise in scripture that you will work that you will make a difference that you will change our hearts and our minds and our lives I'm going to pray for each one that's watching. I'm going to pray for each household that's represented this morning. For our friends, for our families, for people that are poorly, for people that are in hospital, for families that experience the death of someone they love. Well, Jesus, will you please protect us? Will you please protect the people we love? And Will you give us wisdom and strength of character? To do what's right. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We have an opportunity to give our 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 offerings. It's like Isaiah said, it can't be just a religious thing we do. Um, Otherwise, the Lord don't want it. It's got to come from our hearts. It's got to be something we mean to say lord thank you you are so good for us let's give our offerings We've Got two people's birthdays this week uh, adriana Williams williamson 26 jana fente the 27th jana adriana may it be a blessed year for each one of you and um, i invite you to a prayer meeting friday mornings at six just for half an hour just to come together, to open ourselves up, see what the Lord's going to do. Uh, you'll see the link down below. Then we start want to start a buddy campaign, a budget campaign in the in the in the, in the church. Uh, we want to ask each one of you just connect with one person in your area. If you phone her, and if you're already friends, all the better. But um, Just, it's important to connect with someone. Even if we go to a park and sit on a bench two meter apart and just talk to someone. Just look someone else in the eye. We need it. We need this connection to keep healthy. If you don't have someone in your area, please contact Church Office Info at SA and we will connect you with someone in your area. But it's important, please, to make an effort of that. Our ministry meeting this week, it was good last week to talk to uh, people in um, uh, in one of the uh, uh, ministries. Um, it's it's good to connect, so please don't miss out on that. Parents are doing homeschooling. I've got so much respect for you. To juggle everything, household, your own work, and your kids, and schooling your kids. Oh, my word. Um, we want to have a session just to support you guys. Um, 4th of Feb, you see the information there? Um, it will be so good to come and just... Talk with other mothers that's in the same situation, uh, get a few tips, share a few tips, um, it, will, it will be amazing. So please um, be there on the fourth of Feb. Then we want to start a project throughout the year day for the kids. You can't um, share it on social media because of licensing agreement. So if you haven't received yours, um, please contact Valerie again, info at S-A-G-M-E-N-T-E, and she'll send you one. Um, Just after our service, we're going to have our Sunday school. Uh, Hanley will talk a little bit bit more about this verse of the day. So uh, please, um, after our service, just follow it. uh, Follow Sunday school and you'll get all the information. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit.